0: You're tuned in to Real Talk with the 18th District.
1: We are live. From the captain's office. Yes,
2: Yes. we are back after a
1: long period of time. I mean, six months, seven months, gentlemen? Yes, yes.
0: Well, if you forgot what this is called, it's called (laughs) Real Talk with the 18th District. And if you
1: forgot us, Captain (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Gillespie here. Officer Bachman.
0: And
2: Officer Harris. Whew.
1: And I don't think we can get any realer than we did in 2020. Let's be honest. Ooh,
2: 2020 was a tough year for the 18th district.
1: It was a tough year. We have our candle lit today, as Mr. Harris noted earlier when he came in my office. <laughs> um, oh, man, 2020. What can we say about that, gentlemen? Um, we
2: survived We survived COVID-19. We survived two riots. And we are live to tell the tale. We are here to tell the tale.
0: Yes, we are. Um... <laughs>
1: Gun violence.
0: yep, skyrocket. You know, record numbers.
1: You know, I want to say this really before we get into the the deeper conversation. The point of this podcast is for the, the world, the community, to get to know us a little bit on a human level, right? Because there needs to be some changes. There are changes in policing. There needs to be some more. But some of the stuff that you hear about cops is just, you know... Uh, inaccurate a little bit i'll be honest you know one of the ways to get through some of that stuff is to get to know us as people so that's that's my goal for 2021 real talk 18 district podcast
2: absolutely um i believe that a lot of people don't see us as individuals as human beings um, when we leave this job we go home to our families and i honestly for 2020 it was putting a, a test on my family. I think I spent more time in the 18th District than I spent in my own home. And, um, yeah, I, th- I don't think people really see that part. I think they just see us out and doing our jobs, but they don't really think about after work.
0: Yeah. You know, a lot of people have the conception that uh, we are, you know, police officers 24-7. Some people are surprised when you say you have a day off. Because a lot of people don't understand, like, the scheduling and the, you know, the process that goes. Yes, these are different officers working the same streets, just different squads and platoons. So, and a lot of us don't communicate as much as we should. So if someone says, hey, you guys was out here last night, you should know exactly what's going on. Wait a minute, ma'am. I just came off with my two days off. I have no clue what you're talking about. Please enlighten me, refresh me. So, you know, and then on top of that, as a caveat to that, uh, a lot of people see police, especially in America, as a whole. Like we're a unified department across the country. Um, And that is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, a lot of us, we can even narrow it down to just Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. A lot of us don't even have the same resources. Um, a lot of us don't have the same responsibilities and jurisdictions. Um, same funding. The same funding. So, you know. Are- <laughs> I, I want to say this, though
1: every police officer across the country should have the same mission statement.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know, and I don't want to give a cheesy, generic one, but you know, one that, you know, it's our job to, to, to keep people safe, in my opinion, solve problems, and be professional so you develop relationships and bonds with the people you serve. Mm-hmm. And I think we get back to the point is, you know, it's obvious. I, I don't know how many cops there are in, a, in, a, in the country off the top of my head. I mean, I'm sure it's over, it is over 100,000 total. Are all 100,000 operating on the same level? No. No. Yeah. No, just not. We know that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Here in the 18th District, you know, everybody has a place, you know, Mm -hmm. and some officers that may misbehave or do something wrong, you know, you have to deal with the consequences uh, of that action, and rightfully so, you know? So I just want to get that out there. I think um, for 2020, i realized,
2: like, how hard it is being a police officer, because no matter what happens in another city, state, or country... People look at me as the person, they view me as that person, even though, they, not, not everyone, but some people. You was, you know, you're a part of the problem. In New York, I've seen A, B, C, and D happen. I'm like, man, I'm here in Philadelphia. Like, you know, I just had a good conversation with somebody right here on the corner, but you, you're judging me based upon someone other, someone else's actions.
1: And you know what? I'm going to embarrass you, too, right now on mm-hmm. this international podcast mm-hmm. you know i know what you guys do that's not even publicized and that did hurt me it hurt my feelings not just and you weren't the only ones you know it was to see how specifically some of the 18 district officers were treated uh but you too. Mm-hmm. um in some of the the conditions that we dealt with over the summer and the fall you know i know how often you guys are out there trying to solve problems, work with the community, call people back, run programs for the youth on your own time, follow up in schools, do things with football teams, basketball teams, the elderly, run backpack giveaways, run eyeglass pro- giveaways, run Malcolm X Park cleanups. Like, I-, I see all this stuff because, you know, we work so closely together. And then to see individuals who are, who are angry about a, a, an issue, and rightfully so, but take it out on you two, um, it did. It hurt my feelings, I'll just be honest. You I know?
2: think, you know, I try not to take things personal. Because in the academy, you don't take nothing personal. But some things you do take personal. You can't help it. You can't help it. And that's a, part, that's a part of being a human. Like, you be like, you know what, I don't want, you know, I'm going to take, you know, you leave stuff at work. They always say, leave stuff at work. But when you go home, you take some of that stuff with you. You be like, you know what, I didn't like how that person treated me. And the other day, I was just talking to them. It was, it was, everything was all good. And one incident changed that person's perspective. And, you know, eventually you'll grow on. You'll, you'll forgive that person. But it is tough. It's tough because, like, no matter what you do or say, you're a police officer, but you're still a human being. You still have feelings. And it does
0: hurt. Justin? Uh, recently, we dealt, we, you know, we deal with this a lot. We have this conversation with several different people, and it's always... Now, they don't know us from a can of paint, from any other police officer around. But it seems that people just assume, or the people that approach us and have these conversations, assume that we don't do anything for the community (laughs) or we are unaware of the socioeconomic issues of the world and instead of asking us hey, what have you done for the community? They just assume that we have done nothing. And if you do know us, you would know that's completely the opposite. opposite.
1: Now I do want to say, you know, and I had three gentlemen in here yesterday. um, Emar, Jules, and Tommy from Pan. There are definitely, in this world, I'm just an optimist, more good people than bad in the world. In the city, specifically in West Philly, there are more people, good people, than those that make bad decisions. And there are more people out there that want to help. Mm-hmm. Now, the next question to that is a lot of them ask, how do they help? Mm-hmm. Um, but I-, I do think there's a lot of people that recognize what we do, yes. specifically you you guys. Um you know, they may not show it in a public forum because for various reasons, but you know, I just wanna get that out there, that we recognize those that recognize us. And mm-hmm. and that relationship you have with those stakeholders, you two specifically, is a beautiful thing. It it has definitely saved lives, if we get back to the gun violence issue, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've been yelled at dozens of times over the last few months about what we're not doing, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at the person going well, one, you just met me, and two, everything <laughs> you're talking about? No, we did that last week, actually.
2: <laughs> yes, I think, um, but th- there's hope because, like you saying, so many good people. Like, the other day we had a Zoom meeting where it was 100 people. And that's over, because, over. Over 100 meeting. people. said it, it, right? And yeah,
0: that's a record yeah, for us. And they were, they
2: were <laughs> deeply concerned about their community. And the only reason why I was at 100 because we had the free Zoom account. But now we changed that, and um, more people was emailing me like, "Listen, I want to be a part," you know. So it's it's good people. It's more good people than um, than than we deal with, and um, I think that's the important part because dealing with this job every day, we see so much negativity that when you come across people that are genuinely concerned, you, you get you like it gives you hope. It gives you a lot of hope, and I talk to these people often now. Like we have a relationship. Oh, thank you, Mister Botman, like. You know, I'm glad that another meeting is happening because they were deeply concerned about their community, and I feel like if everyone takes that approach and that attitude, we can make Philadelphia a
0: better place. I totally agree.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the three of us—another thing we have in common, us three—born in Philly, we still live in Philadelphia. We have a vested interest, especially you guys who grew up in West Philadelphia. You know, I see the passion that you have for the position as the crime prevention officer and the community relations officer and how you mesh the responsibilities among amongst each other. Um, I think Philadelphia... I know Philadelphia is going to turn around. 2021, you know, we're off to a tough year so far. Um, but there's things in the works that are definitely going to help turn the city around, you know? Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that way.
2: I think it starts
1: with... Um neighbor your
2: neighbor like yeah like it's if instance like i had a neighbor and i felt myself like she had some work getting done and it was early in the morning but instead of like getting all mad about it the next day i seen her i was like you know what like listen we need to learn to communicate like here's my number you know if you have some work getting done let me know and i feel like if we just get to know each like that was a thing back in the day like everybody knew yeah. their neighbors like but honestly i'm a victim of it like, i go to work I come, come home, home, I shut the door, business. I mind my business. But that's what we shouldn't do in 2021. Like, yeah. yo, listen, what's your neighbor to the left? What's your neighbor to the right? If you get to know them, they like, oh, yeah, you know what? I seen something going on. You know, I see somebody, like, come up here dealing like you. Your package was stolen. And that goes into just knowing your neighborhood. And that's that's what we need to get back to doing.
1: You know what? Something just popped in my mind because I was just doing something for social media. Like, I just took a picture of all of us because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put it on social media. But it just popped in my mind like, is social media part of the issue? Like everybody's on social media mm-hmm. instead of like, now we're social distancing and everything. But like, you know, I grew up in a row home. Um, everybody would sit on their porch and, and you talk the street. Hey, 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 yeah, you know, what's hey, up what's now? But now it's everyone. If you're even on the porch, the porch. is is on their phone, yes. oblivious to what's mm-hmm. going on. You know, so. I don't know, that that that's that just might be like a not a generational thing, but where we are as a society. A society
0: yeah. You yeah, know?
2: I think that is because yeah. even when it comes to knowing your neighbors, they have a neighbor program on right. Ring app. Yeah. And all you have to do is just get a ring and register and you are part of this virtual neighborhood and y'all can talk back and forth, but you don't really have that <laughs> close communication, contact.
0: And on neighbors, to be honest, it's not when you go on neighbors and you get that notification for neighbors it's just another something you on know, your social media something it's, it's usually something negative oh somebody's peeping through the car somebody's trying door knock and, exactly. and like that stuff also it builds a level of anxiety yes because yes. now everybody is hyper anxious even myself I'm hyper anxious I'm coming home I'm in my driveway it's dark I'm looking looking around, I'm getting out my car quickly and looking around who's around me, hurrying up into the house. I mean, just for us to be in this hyper anxious mode is unhealthy. Yes. So and then when you're in that hyper anxiety, you're sometimes you may be even afraid to reach out to someone and say, "Hey, how you doing?" because you're thinking of two, you know, 30,000 different things. You know, and, and it's like, oh, is this person gonna rob me? Or does this person think I'm gonna rob them? You know.
1: You know, that's you brought up a good point because I found myself I I found myself in that state that mm. hype, almost hype not a hyper anxiety. I mean I'm not saying I have anxiety, but I, you know, I'm twenty four seven thinking about Mm -hmm. The shootings and the robberies and the carjackings and the burglaries and the theft from autos. You know, very rarely do I get a report of all the good stuff happening, even Mm -hmm. though I know it's going on. And it's like constantly in your head negative stuff. That definitely takes an effect on you. That's why it's so important. You know, I I stress to you guys and everybody like you gotta have other vested interests to clear your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a little off the topic, but that's a New Year's resolution for me to make sure that. You take some time for yourself to re-energize,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Yes, and I feel like everyone is. Um, we we tra- we we tell ourselves like um you know I've seen last year I've seen people like I took a social media break, and it's so hard to do that oh because you God. wanna you wanna know what's happening. <clears throat> But you feel like if you, dis- if you disconnect,
1: you're gonna miss something. Well, it's well, my wife called. My wife said it the other night, do well, you got FOMO?" And I was like, "What? What is that?" And then you know, fear, fear of missing, missing out. out. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And
2: I was like, I was like, some guy put it up. He was like, "I did a twenty-four. I did a twenty-four day cleanse." And
0: mm-hmm. I was like,
2: "Dang, can I do that?" No, like, can I do that? Can I physically just not be on social media? For twenty four days,
0: you can't. You have a heart attack when you leave your phone. In the and I'm heart. just like, wow, no. like it's we oh, cannot do that. It's just to the point where no. we are
2: so used to being connected, we're so disconnected at the same time mm-hmm. because we can't, we cannot let it go, <laughs> just for like a moment. Because I'm like, oh, right,
0: bling, <laughs>
2: and you're just looking at your phone and listen. It's a lot of twenty twenty one that I would like to do. That's one of them I would like to do, Mr. Harris. What what is?
1: <laughs> What is your New Year's resolution (laughs) or thing you'd like to do for 2021?
0: Uh, I think a thing I like to do is, um, I guess, focus on just a little bit more on myself. Focus back on personal growth. um, Finding out, because I'm learning myself like I'm a necessity-based person. So, with that being said, I kind of sacrifice my wants. For Like me and responsibility, so I think maybe you know I'm gonna try to do a little more of the things I want to do as opposed to things I feel like I need to do and have to do, and it's my responsibility to do. So that's yeah. it, maybe travel more. Hopefully, corona locks us, even if, even if, yeah, like, even yeah. if it's not even like you know, traveling somewhere, like even if I go to like the Poconos or somewhere, mm. like traveling in nature, yes, like reconnecting with you know, because so, I'm a visual, I like landscape, you know okay. something about nature and its ability to uh, persevere through all, kind of inspires me
2: yeah, I think um, I have watched the movie to off topic, Soul, Find Your Spark mm-hmm. if you've never seen the movie Soul, is a Disney movie by Pixar, and um, it's all about, like, what makes a person ticks, um what's their spark, so yeah, for 2021 whoever's listening Go go find your spark again. Like go go, you know, go be a kid or go see what makes you tick growing up and hone on that because there's so much negativity that will make you make you just a different person. So for that you know, for this year, yeah, be more positive. That's my advice for
1: twenty twenty one. I think for twenty twenty one, man, while we professionally, you know, combat gun violence health issues with COVID, you know, um, personal issues, you know, officers still have personal issues and they come to work, you know, and then are, you know, getting intimately involved in personal issues of people that they're serving out here. Um, For 2021, you know, me, I'd like to be able to just kind of check out for a little bit. You know, as a captain, you're always on, right? The phone is always ringing. Somebody always needs something. But if I can just take A half hour 45 minutes where i'm not necessarily thinking about work where Mm. where, when i can um but i would like to see all 180 83 85 officers here take some time for themselves
0: Mm.
1: you know these officers have done a phenomenal job in stressful situations uh but they're human you know you guys know them better than me to be honest you know everybody needs to take some time for themselves you know and I think if we all do that, you know we will we'll have a better year. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely have a better year you know as we you know you have your your what you want the new year's resolution for you, what I want for the officers. but I think it's important to say that you know there's there's stuff that we encourage or want. From The community, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what I would like to see is better police community relations, mm-hmm. and we have to do mm-hmm. a better job of that. The police officers, like, let's reach a hand out. Um, you know, and if the hand isn't shaking right away, let's come back the next day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's where you guys come in. Uh, um, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it was, um, it was during the riots, and um, it
2: was a gentleman that um, he drove past in a Chrysler, <laughs> <laughs> and um. He had a very negative comment to say, and um, instead of me, like, losing my mind and losing my head, I offered him my business card. I was like, listen, you know, you don't know me, and I don't know you, but maybe we get to know each other. So, we stood on the corner and talked for, like, 30 minutes, um, and he, I guess he realized that it wasn't what it seemed. Oh, yeah, you know you are, you know, if you do A, B, and C, okay, all right, but we all have to give each other that chance because yeah. I could have just been like, you know what? Just do. Clay don't just like crazy.
0: me. He just I'm, just going, I'm just going. I'm
2: just going to leave you him know. to mind my business and stand on my post. But you got to have those difficult conversations, and I feel like that it takes a lot to do that because your guard is
1: up. I have a question for both of you, mm. and then I'll answer it. I'll answer my own question. Any time that somebody has come up to you and said. Something inappropriate or they've been upset with the police or, you know, they, they don't want to work with the police or just, you know, more on the negative side. In circumstances where you've taken the time to hear, listen to them, exchange business cards, have a conversation, have you ever had somebody continue to feel that way? Or have they tried to turn a little bit like, oh, all right, well wait a minute, damn. Yeah, one. I only know one. What? Remember the gun locks?
0: Well, you see, no, <laughs> okay. I, I, I would, I would say contrary to that, he might have still felt his way, but he also he found a new respect.
2: Okay, okay. Like it could, he could
0: agree to disagree. disagree. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, this, just the fact that we stopped, we had a conversation. It was an adult conversation, respectful. We had our disagreements, and we came to the conclusion. You know what? I agree to disagree.
2: Mm. hmm Okay, uh, that's
0: because that, that was that's pretty much how that summed up. there was no hard feelings at the end.
2: So dialogue, you gotta have it. It's dialogue tough. is crucial. It's tough. I'm telling you, it's tough because people come in with their own perspective and their own, their own ways and thoughts, and you have to be able to come down and say, you know what? Listen, I can have this conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. And we can go back to social media, and uh, I guess the the allegory of a cave effect. If all you're seeing in your own world and between your hands is one thing, and That's you don't I mean. have any counter to that, this is too. what you're going to believe. This is true. So, in order to counter that, you have to have real life conversation. You have to speak to someone, hey, you know, and, I, and a lot of times, me personally, I feel like the burden is on us to do the reaching out. Well, I mm. think that
1: I think that it is, mm-hmm. and I think that um, there's a reason for that. You know, some of the issues with policing going back mm-hmm. years. Yeah, and I think that you know I say this I say this you know professionally. Like, why does that matter, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, the burden's on us. L- listen, we're cops. This is part of the mm-hmm. job. We got to go out and do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I and it. and you just have to do it. You just gotta just do like. It. You know, when you get that call for a person with a gun and there's a shooting, the burden is on the police yes, to handle, that, to handle situation. that situation. You know, the burden is on the police to be sit in a room or work, social distance or whatever mm-hmm. and have the awkward conversations, whether it be about race, gender, mm-hmm. you know, identities, actions that police took. You, you have to have it. And that's part of the job. And we all signed up for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I commend you guys. You know, um, for what you do, because you open the door to those conversations, mm-hmm. you really do, and then you're part of it, you know, and um I just'm optimistic, I hope in twenty twenty one at the bare minimum, if we can just have more conversations if across yeah. the board, you know what I mean
0: that's right and and I guess one thing I will want for the um the community is. I wish the community could see itself as not a place but a group of people. I want I wish we had the pride of being a communal people. And if you have that pride, you would take better care of the communal space. If you get what I'm saying. So we say, you know, coming from the hood, you know, this is the hood, this is all it is, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. You know, it's trashy, it's dirty, it's blah blah blah. But the hood is what we, as the people, make it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And listen, let's be on. Let's
1: be honest. Some people make it very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some people, that's that is their palace. Yeah. Right, wherever mm-hmm. they live in the city, and there are others. No matter if it's a neighborhood that is struggling mm-hmm. or a neighborhood that's very wealthy, that make their space not so nice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's just the truth. Um, some of the best people I know live in some of the most impoverished neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Some of the worst people I know live in some mm-hmm. of the wealthiest neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. just I'm being a hundred percent real, you know, and that's of all races, genders, yeah. identities, and all that stuff. Um, what we have to get through to and work with. Is letting those know that say, "Oh, well, this is just my neighborhood. This is just how it is." It's, well, no, it's not just how it no. is. exactly. You know no. what I
0: mean? This is not just how it <laughs> no. is. exactly. It's what you it make can it. be whatever you make, make it. it exactly. Because yeah. if you see Miss Miss Dawn down the street, there's not an ounce of trash on her property, and she's only three doors away from you. She's the same block. Everything's the same. It's mm-hmm. all about your perception.
1: Exactly, exactly. And as the captain of the district, you know, we transition into a little different topic. But with the gun violence, you know, why does, you know, there's nothing, there's no rule that says, oh, well, this block has to be inundated with gun violence, but this block doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to just continue to do as much as we can to work with any block or any neighborhood or any family that is struggling from this. Because I firmly believe. Nobody grows up and says, as a parent or as a young child, "I want my child to," or as a child says, "I want to be when I grow mm-hmm. up," arrested,
0: mm-hmm.
1: involved in the. You know what I mean? It, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, if you can fall into those things, you can you can get out of those things mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. I'm yeah. um,
2: it's, 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 it's easy said than done. I know it is. Yep. I have friends that went the wrong way. I went a different way. But it's up to that person, that family, to really stay on that person. Don't give up on your family. Um, if you see someone that's in the streets and they're going down the wrong path, just stay with them. I know it's hard. I had cousins. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling them, listen, this ain't the way. And he just kept going and kept going. But eventually, down the road, he understood that you know, I went the wrong way. But just you know, don't give up on them. It is tough. It is hard. But stay with your family, and if you see them going that path, do everything you can to help them.
1: You know, I want to say this before we we wrap it up. I talked to um CCIP Pan uh, guys last night. They they made such a great point. I, I want to on top of the point of stay with your family mm-hmm. you know i heard uh, i think it was no gun zone was saying this week or last week check your children's bedrooms mm-hmm. right check your children's social media that's the virtual bedroom mm-hmm. you know check your kids social media what are they saying what are they doing you know that is the action of sticking with your family mm-hmm. okay because if they're mm-hmm. making music whatever it may be um and it's around threats or gun violence then you have to have that difficult conversation and we're here to help you with that because we would rather prevent something mm-hmm. than make the arrest 100% yeah and that's, I ain't think about it like that because everything you
2: can be anything you want on social media yep you could be a rapper you could be you can be anything you want <laughs> just anything you want um, and I do feel like a lot of the violence we see stems from social media and, um, yeah, check your, your kids' social media.
0: Also, check your kids' mental. Like, check their yeah. emotional states. You know, ask your kids, are you okay? Is there anything? And, like myself, most times when we're young, you're going to say, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But just continue to do that check in because eventually, maybe your child will say, you know what, mom, dad. I'm not really good today. You know, here's what's going on. But it takes that constant, like we said, that constant, that constant apply application of pressure. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this person really means it. This person asks me all the time, like, hey, are you okay? What's going on?
1: I agree. You know, Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, you know, I'm looking forward to 2021. I really am i'm looking forward to get that's what we do as police right we we help fix a problem mm-hmm. you know uh, we help make things better um are we perfect no but i'm looking forward to 2021 here in the 18th especially with you guys you know seeing what we can do um COVID put a lot of you know interferences in some of the community stuff that we do but uh you know if you want to help you want to step up you want to be part of part of uh you know, improving neighborhoods and police-community relations, please contact us. Mm -hmm. Please contact us. But uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you to you guys, the officers, and, uh, you know, the West Philly community that has supported and worked with us. Until next time.